Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, of course, as always, we had a bit of a conversation, as you'd imagine. Yeah, it was quite international weekish, wasn't it? it a bit, was, a bit yeah. of sport, but quite a bit of sport. But quite the most a bit of exciting stuff, thing though. involved, uh, well, your flatulence. But anyway, more of that later. <laughs> um, also, uh, <laughs> yes, porridge, porridge. Yeah, the World Porridge Making Championships. Mm. They were they were covered as part of our hard hitting sports news agenda. And honestly, after speaking to uh, one of the judges, I do feel it is sport. It's yeah. very competitive. Well, at least, well, I think well, hopefully we made it as exciting as it is. Yeah. And uh, what else did we do? Uh, oh, the clips of the month. Clips of the month. Yeah, Brought you the clips of the yeah. month, so you'll get to hear those as well. So enjoy. We went to the North North Robins uh, Legends of Football uh, evening, and Frank Lampard was the recipient, and he was on very good form as always. It's, a, it's one of my favourite uh, football dinner evenings. It's, it's really brilliant. fun. It's a star-studded crowd. Um, they were all there. Sven got the best ovation. Did you notice Sven that? got a, a massive ovation. Massive didn't ovation. I mean, there were lots of people there, of course. Because he's sort of rakish. He was, there's, there's, sort of, there's something about Sven. He was a, I don't know. It was, it was an interesting time, <laughs> wasn't it? It was something, you know, it was no, a he's touch smooth. of the. He's smooth. There was a touch of the. I don't know. A touch of the Terry Thomas. Terry a touch Thomas. of the Rupert Bell about him. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's why I think he got the big cheer. The Swedish Rupert Bell. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he, he is. And uh, yeah, yeah. the great thing about that evening as well, because it's a, a music charity, they often get fantastic musicians mm. and bands playing there. And last night it was Roger Daughtry. Kind Pretty of doing good. An unplugged set with uh, Simon Townsend, mm. Pete's brother uh, on guitar and vocals. A, a good mm. band. And uh, shall I give them the set list? Go on then. Uh, they k- kicked off with uh, the Pete Townsend solo uh, song, My Love, Let My Love Open the Door. Started with that. Good song. Behind Blue Eyes, I'm afraid, as, as mm. Max said, I was full karaoke by then. Uh, <laughs> so that was brilliant. He did a great <laughs> job of that. Squeeze Box, which yeah. again, you don't hear live that often. No? Yeah. Pinball Wizard. You may great have heard that. Of that. Was pinball Wizard. And then Substitute. Substitute. As well. so <laughs> he was, and his voice is still excellent. Roger, brilliant, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. Sounded very good. Not sure um, Philip O'Clair was with us particularly enjoyed it, but there you go. Not everybody's Not everybody's face. a Hook fan, but I am. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yes, who else was there? They were all there, weren't they? Jamie Carragher, Frank Lampard got the award, and yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was really... that, that difficult oh, thing yeah. where somebody in the audience is having it. There, there was an impressionist who went up and did some fine football impressions, mm. and so, of course the camera was finding that. So Jamie, the guy, did a very good Jamie mm. Carragher, and uh, the camera found him and just stayed on him throughout the whole yeah, thing. We well, got to laugh. He, he was laughing. He was he was enjoying it. Yeah, and Harry, Harry, Harry Redknapp wasn't maybe laughing quite as much as his, and Roy Hodgson. <laughs> 
wasn't laughing very much at his, was he? I wouldn't think. Yeah, he doesn't like mine either. So, you know, no. he's not going to like that. So um, I think yours was better, actually. Well, thank you very much. I, there was a silent auction where I bid for an item and I, I, I got involved in a bit of a bidding war, but I had to drop out. It got yeah. a bit rich for my taste. Uh, for Jim White's yellow tie. <laughs> I know, I was desperate. You got to, you went to about 200 quid, didn't you? <laughs> 225. <laughs> and you got I could have had one for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Jim would give you his time, but that's he not the point. You're not raising any money for the charity, are exactly you? right. But, uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah, so I got out business. People seem desperate to buy Jim's time. I just wanted to buy it so I could wear it on deadline day and like shock him. And I wouldn't yeah. tell him that I'd bought it and just come in wearing it. But... No, but after that initial be. that initial thing of him saying, oh, that's the tie like mine, and you'd yeah. say, well, it is yours, Jim. I bought it. He'd say, oh, and <laughs> yeah. that's it. Lose its it impact. It was signed by Jim. And oh, it? okay, really? And Oh, and of course, a word for Jeff Shreve. He does a fantastic yeah, job. Great, yeah, great. Jeff Shreve. He does a brilliant job there. So, yeah, it was a tre- tremendous. It all they won and, half a million quid, they raised. Half and 502,000 pounds. It's a magnificent effort by yeah. all concerned. Brilliant. And we found out last night, we got a little nod from uh, someone that it, our understanding is you've been hearing a lot about John Terry and Terry on today. So, this is what we were hearing we heard last night i'm here i'm hearing that um that uh, despite what harry said earlier on we, we were hearing that, that john probably wasn't up for the main job if terry omri says no it seems a bit of a sticking mm. point is um is um money to spend in january and the amount that he wants to, if he's going to do the job he wants to do it you know with a with a chance yeah. and uh it, it would appear at the moment that's a bit of a stick that's what we hear a bit of a yeah, sticking we don't point know that. we but, don't know uh, that he went in there to the villa boss and said i want to buy neymar in january no no but i think i think uh, it's neymar or nothing john terry's very much uh, shaping up for the for the number two role there but uh, anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. And you had a bit of a Chelsea chat with uh, our mutual friend, Barbara Sharon, of course, big football yeah, fan. Yeah, And uh, you, you're both big Chelsea fans. You were both kind of resigned. We're going to talk about this with Terry Gibson. You both seem kind of resigned to Hazard going. We'll, we'll reveal the only way to stop him or the best way to stop him in a moment. But mm. both of you were sort of saying, look, good luck to him. He's given us six great years. I mean, you don't want him to go, but of I did sense that there was that resignation with both of you. Well, I think, you know, what more can he do, really? Mm. And we, we have another season with him. He's fantastic to watch. Love him to stay for the, for his whole career. But, he's, you know, it's a big pull. Well, you heard Tony Cascarino talking about it. Yeah. You know, it's Real Madrid or Barcelona. Those clubs matter to players. They want to play for them. So we'll see. But there is a, there is a sort of, could be a spanner in the, in yeah, the, in yeah, the works. Yeah. So that'll be good. Did you see that um, Goffey, was a very entertaining piece with him in today's <clears> Sun <throat> about what he gets up to when he's on tour. Yeah. And he says two things you need uh, on tour are tea, of course, yeah. Yorkshire tea, which you, you'd expect him to love mm. that. And then he says this. I always took cheese with me on tour. A big block of mature cheddar. Yeah. And I took care of it like my life depended on it. Before the flight, I triple wrap it in cling film to keep it fresh. And once I got it to my room, it would be the first thing I unpacked and put straight in the fridge to keep fresh. And blimey, it's like grommet. Well, (laughs) cheese grommet. Goffey's tour tips for the subcontinent, you should point out, have done you favours. Massive favours. He always takes a little bottle of whiskey and he has a little nip of whiskey, doesn't he, every night? Every night. And it wards off any... Well, yeah, that's what unpleasant stomach upsets that you might pick up along the way. Apparently. It works that, and uh, you, yeah. you'd wonder why it would work, but it does work. And uh, the England team doctor advised him to do it when they used to go to the subcontinent. Goffey <sighs> advised me when I mm. went, and uh, I didn't have any problems at all. Yeah, good, good stuff. Mm. Um, I'm reading. Uh, I'm, I'm having a look at. Uh, we got. I'm going to have a chat with Shane Warne tomorrow, and in, in readiment for that, um, I've been having a look at Shane's uh, autobiography, which he's mm. done with Mark Nicholas. Remember Mark when he joined us a few well, months ago? Why aren't I going? Said, uh, what, what, what do you mean you're having a chat with 
Shane Warne. We're having a chat with Shane oh, Warne. I thought you said yeah. I'm having a chat. I was thinking, well, no, aren't, I said, I, no, aren't I involved? No, I, I don't want you there. <laughs> don't you come and ruining the whole thing. No, I said, I'm reading his book in oh, readiment yeah. for the conversation that yes. we're having. Oh, I don't <laughs> queenie fit about it. We're having with him. So uh, one well, of the yeah. stories involves Goffey. They were playing in a, a game against the Aussies. And Mark War had been talking about, uh, I think he'd been talking about Sun Tzu mm. and, uh, and, and the art of war, the book, and how, yeah. how much story here with it. So Goffey and had not read. The zoo that belongs no, to the, the, yeah, no, the Sun Tzu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got a menagerie just over the road we have. It's fantastic. I go and see the, go and see the elephant at <laughs> half past four today. But anyway. Yeah. Um, the art Goff, of Steve Walk. Go, yeah. Goffey had heard all about this, yeah. apparently, and then um, went up to Mike Atherton and, and uh, kind of pretended to be speaking in Chinese to him, like he was going to reset the field <laughs> placing. And then proceeded to bowl a short one and whack him on the head and send him down. You know, <laughs> hit him right on the helmet and down he went. And apparently he went right up to him. He said, I see, told you, Atherton. Told you he didn't speak Chinese. There was a few, <laughs> there was a few expletives in there as well. But Goffey gets a, an honourable mention in the Good, book. Good, yeah. So yeah, um, uh, Warney joins us tomorrow for a bit of a chat. Excellent. Now we were talking. Whose name did you mention at the start of the show? That's the same name as somebody else. Uh, was... This is Professor Len Shackleton. Oh, Len Shackleton. That's yeah. right. Because today's in. I wasn't going to do this as a birthday spread, but I noticed in the birthday. So I check every day in case there's anything good. Yeah. Sir Nicholas Grimshaw. Okay. Uh, the, he's basically U- UK's top ar- architect, mm. but not the bloke that used to do the Radio 1 breakfast show. Oh, okay. Unless it's the same man. I don't know. All that clubbing and building design, you wouldn't even be able to fit it in, really. Yeah, that's, that's very true. So you're, you're claiming that, yeah, I suppose, I thought it might have been a sporting one, but it doesn't Well, it's matter. not a sporting one, but it is, it's, it's a similar name to somebody famous. Yeah, well, it's the same, it's the same name, isn't it? It's the same name. Yeah, that's it's it. not Thanks similar. for pointing that out. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Well, the World uh, Porridge Making Championships were decided this weekend mm. in uh, Carbridge up in the Scottish Highlands. And um, it was victory for Sweden. I can't believe it. I know. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, let's find out more now from uh, the chef and judge for the World Porridge Making uh, Championships. And that is uh, Liddy Bokion. Good afternoon, Liddy. Good afternoon. So the Swedes then carried it away. I, 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 didn't know, oh. I didn't know it was so big in Sweden, porridge. Oh, I know. And they're so competitive. I mean, you oh. should see them when they arrive. It's like a football team. They've got their banners, their flags, wow. they chant. Really? Chant? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, not much rhymes with porridge, though, really. does it, really? If you're, if you're Norwich, possibly, but not if you're from Sweden. It really doesn't do a lot for you. We'll try it? and come up with one later. Yeah, OK. Um, and uh, how, does the, how does the competition work? I mean, obviously, people make porridge, but how do, in what way do they do the, do the format <laughs> So well, I mean, we've, I mean, it's actually very, very strict, and um, they've got to use only three ingredients, which is which are oats, water, and salt. Mm. And uh, they've got their little stove, and they sit around, and the judges walk about and eventually taste everything. So, in the day, we probably taste about sixty bowls of porridge. Wow, wait, it's like the three bears. So, um, so if, but when you're using those three ingredients, it's obviously very subtle variations you can get in 60 different versions of those three yeah. ingredients. What are, you, what are you looking for then as a judge, Lily? Well, I mean, when I started this, I thought exactly like you just, you just said. Um, but no, they all vary. Very, very, I mean, it's, it's amazing the variations that you get. Because people use sometimes uh, their own salts from their own countries, from different places. The water as well, as well has got a big part. And uh, so we judge on the colour first, 
um, when it arrives to our table and the consistency and the taste. Right. And so what swung it for the... Uh, did the Swedes use their own local salt? Um, they use very much everything local apart from the water. Right. And um, obviously we had two winners uh, this year, joint winners. Um, and um, the consistency was just perfect. Um, the seasoning was perfect. Um, and, um, and it tasted good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, do they all use the same oats or do they bring their own oats? Um, it varies. Uh, they can bring their own. Some of them, I mean, we had a producer uh, who produces his own oats. Hmm. Um, so, yes, it does vary. Uh, but one thing which is very clear, we cannot use rolled oats. Oh, why no. is that? Why is uh, that? Because this is a, a newer invention, rolled oats. Um, mm. The original was um, just oats, so you've got different mm. um, grading. You've got the pinheads, you've got the coarse, medium and fine. Okay. So they can use any of those. Who would have known? So how did they, how did the French do, Lily? I mean, how did they fare? Well, they were not they were not even there. Wow, that's very poor. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's not good. And so is there a kind of root and branch um, sort of forensic look into what went wrong for Scotland, the home of porridge? I mean, this is this is very much their their cup final. Where did the Scots finish oh. in the in the in the top three? I know, but one thing though, the junior they won. <laughs> there was the junior heat. And ah. it was won by Scotland. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> Lynn, Lynn Munro took it, actually. Oh, really? Right. The sport, <laughs> I mean, the sport is in safe hands then. From, what about the speciality winner, Chris Young? What did he yeah. do? Well, he, I mean, he was fantastic. I mean, it, the guy was amazing. He was like a machine because he produced this wonderful platter hmm. of um, Scottish steak on tapas. Oh. And um, as Colleen mentioned, um, it's like he had an army of kumi chefs underneath the table. Right. Because <laughs> it was just incredible. And yet there is a speciality porridge making section where you get the, st- the sticky toffee, the fruity mm. date, mm. and the pinhead yeah, that's what, risotto. That's what Chris Young took. Yeah, mm. that's the pinhead risotto with lemon, thyme, and parmesan oh, porridge. Oh, yes. I mean, you can, I mean, the, the world is your oyster. You can just do anything. As long as it tastes really good. Um, and uh, we were very, very... I mean, it was amazing this year. The competition was really... The standards were so high. It's incredible. After having 60 bowls of porridge, what did you have for breakfast the next day? <laughs> well, I just had fruits. <laughs> yeah, don't, I don't blame Fair enough, really. <laughs> yeah. I've had the full English or the full Scottish. Now, the, 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 the prize is the golden spurtle. And um, mm. I've got a spurtle. Um, and it's, it's basically... It's a, it's a stick. Let's be honest. It's a stick. <laughs> They say it's better. It's much better for your porridge. The problem mm. I find is that with a spoon, of course, a wooden spoon, you can uh-huh. stir with it and you can serve with it. Whereas you're in a you're in a double washing up situation mm. with a spurt. You're stirring <laughs> with a spurt. Then you've got to get a spoon dirty. It's, it's just true. it's great in washing up. It's and I've discovered today that Andy not only stirs with his spoon and serves with his spoon, much like somebody in the Three Bears, like Goldilocks, he eats with the same wooden spoon. So you eat it. I don't have a you problem with You have to that. eat it off of a wooden spoon. I prefer spoon. it off a wooden spoon than a, than a metal spoon. Really? Is that right? Better, is, yeah. that, is that old school, Liddy? Do you agree with that? Well, I do in some ways. Mm. Um, but definitely use the wooden spoon. Don't use metal. Okay, yeah, yeah to, certainly to yeah, stir, yeah, but to eat. Oh, no, yeah, okay. I think even, even to eat. But yeah. I, I tell you what I don't like is the savoury porridge. There's one here, the spinach and mussel stew porridge. You think that's disgusting. Oh, do you know, I had I had one, <laughs> it was last year, and it was a cagery. Oh, right, yeah. And oh, really? Ooh. It was it was made with pinheads, which is almost like a coarse rice grain. Mm. 
And that was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, no, I've revised my judgment on that because being French as well, we kind of think about porridge as a sweet thing. Yeah, yeah. But since the porridge competition and since I've been involved in it, I've changed my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to remind people, you're listening to Talk Sport, by well, the way. This is sport. Well, this is sport. It's competitive porridge making. It's sport. We're, and it's international. That's what we call our producer, Pinhead. <clears throat> yeah, we do. Well, trying <laughs> 60 ball of, com- <clears throat> of porridge, <clears throat> it's a sport. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Well, Lily, thank you very much. Yeah, um, well done. Yeah, and uh, good judging there. I'm sure it went it went to the right home. And uh, let's hope Scotland can bounce back and, and get mm, the golden spurt the next year because they'll be hurting. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Hurting. Definitely. <laughs> Thanks very much, Lily. You're welcome. That's, Bye. Uh, Liddy Bocky on there, who's one of the judges and the chef there at the World Porridge Making Championship. The golden spurtle was the prize, mm. the thing you stir it with. And if I was called Gary, I'd definitely be opening Gary Spurtles <laughs> when you, if you're up in Scotland. Why not? For all your yeah. Spurtle needs. I think it's good. If you're yeah. a specialist Spurtle. I mean, I don't know how many you're going to sell, really. <laughs> not a lot, really. Um, Sweden, says Greg, it's a bit like Greece in 2004, isn't it? Them winning the World Championship. They, weren't they were on the beach before. They weren't even expecting to take part. And Saxon says, I had no Ikea. Sweden was so good at making <laughs> porridge. All right. Thank you very much. Um, who's the Quaker in the black, says Mark Fillmore. <laughs> you, could, you could sing that uh, if you're looking for a song. Yeah. Uh, and they were chanting, apparently. Mm. Do the porridge ultras shout... Put it in the mixer. <laughs> I think they probably do, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you very much for that. So there we are, the World Porridge Making Champ. We did promise you. Yeah. We made a solemn vow that we would follow up <laughs> well, we our preview. I'm like, let's hope we didn't let you down. <laughs> Looks like a very nice part of the world where they do it. Looks oh, like yeah. a, no, the whole thing's a good bit of fun, trip. isn't it? You know, it's no harm well, in it. <laughs> there's, there's no harm in it. <laughs> no. Is it really literally no harm in it? <laughs> literally. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Now, uh, this week is the, uh, I think it's on TalkSport, isn't it? The grand final for the uh, rugby league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Wigan's Ben Flower is returning to the scene of the crime. You remember when he sort of 
sent punch. off very yeah, effective yeah, yeah. punching somebody on the floor. It's a shame it wasn't the UFC that got a world title. He, he, he that's, done. that's very true. Fantastic. Yeah, it was yeah, the same idea, was it? And um, Fergie, which is good. It was great to see Sir Alex Ferguson back at United in the last couple of weeks. And, yeah. uh, but he's given up uh, drinking, according to a report today in The mm. Sun, which is... Uh, I was quite fascinated by this report because it was a, a worker at the Le Mer Germain restaurant in Villefranche-sur-Mer, a lovely place near Nice. Nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, spoke to the paper and he said uh, he drank water every time... He speaks great English, this fellow. He drank water every time he visited Better us. Better than you, by the sound of it. Yeah, not a drop of wine <laughs> touched his lips. Yeah. Sir Alex loves his wines. But he stopped drinking for the time being. That's not so good for us, but his health has to come first. We'll all raise a glass to him when he feels he's ready to go back on the red. On the red. Go back on the red. What French person says he's ready to go back <laughs> on go the red? Back on the red. <laughs> it's rubbish. Yeah. Sorry, exactly. I, I'm not buying that one. That was a sauce, was it? That was a sauce, yeah. It was a sauce at the uh, Mer, La Mer Germain restaurant. <laughs> a beautiful accent there. Yeah, Claude Puel. That. that was lovely. It was your Claude Puel. <laughs> Did you see that um, oh, yeah. Eddie Howe, has said that um, he, he doesn't watch Match of the Day. Yeah, it's a yeah. surprising one, that, really. He, he doesn't want people th- sort of telling him what, yeah. what's happened, does he? And, uh, he said, it's about keeping my head clear, he says. Mm-hmm. I don't see, I don't need other people to tell me about my team, and those opinions can at times be negative. I watch the game myself in a quiet room and make my own decisions. I kind of know what he means, though. Yeah. Because you know your own thing probably better than anybody else. So when, you, you know, if you're an honest person, if you do if you do bad work, you 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 know you've done bad work. You mm. know it's not worked well, and so he probably doesn't need anybody to tell him if the team haven't played well. You know, so I think it's fair enough, really. But you'd think just out of entertainment, it's a very entertaining program. Yeah. And now Hoxton, of course, in the East London, is the home of Mad Trends. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the latest one is a vegan fish and chip shop. Nice. <laughs> it's amazing, really. Uh, they sell fish made of banana blossom. That's good. Yeah. A seafood taste comes from adding cumin and garlic powder and then frying it in an egg-free batter. It's not going to go down well in Cleethorpes, is it? <laughs> doesn't that sound great, Grimsby really. Grimsby fans me. won't like that. <laughs> anyway, it, uh, apparently it started out as a joke, but people loved it. So Much like yourself, really, even, well, Very true. There's a vegan <clears throat> uh, sausage roll that Greg's are show, uh, going to be selling. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's great opportunities for you, Andy, to uh, to follow they suit. Say, they say it'll be flying out the door. I'm, I'm not convinced, but there we go. We'll okay. See. We shall see. Anything else? Uh, could do. Oh, yeah, I love this bit of Neil Warnock. Did you see this? <laughs> he's you love, I love it, me. I love it, me. He was talking about uh, the the sort of Joe Rawls uh, foul that yeah. was a red car. They're going to appeal it and everything. They have appealed it, uh, yeah. He, but he's not happy with Harry Kane. He says, you don't go off like that. He's doing uh, that to make an issue of it, to get the referee thinking it was worse than what it is. An England player going off like that, dear me. He says he went straight in and pushed him. Why not give him a red? I don't think he should try and get others sent off. Just because he's had a poor game for Spurs and Spurs were having a poor game, he shouldn't take it out on us. It's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> he t- he's got a bit of previous for that, though, isn't he? Yeah. Lashing out. Oh, he loves uh, lashing Neil. out. I think that's fair enough. And uh, this week's sign of the apocalypse. They've had this before, but it really is a point. Don't know how this. A Halloween costume based on uh, Oscar Pistorius. Oh, yeah. You know, you can oh, dear. Buy, it's poor, isn't that's it? That's not great, yeah. yeah so don't, don't go along with that because it's not very nice. Now, we, we often turn to the think tank in the uh, Sunday Times. And um, Daniel Finkelstein, the Lord Finkelstein, mm. of course, these days, um, he, he's called once again, Andy, on the services of your free mates, Dr. Henry Stott, Dr. Mark Latham and Dr. Dinesh Vatvani. Really? Known as Reg in the dressing room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, they've looked at goals and the most important goals, goals yeah. that matter. 
yeah. they've looked at ten players in the past God, five seasons. Well, no, but he makes the point. Oh, yeah, I know. If you score the fifth goal in a 5 0 win, yeah. it doesn't matter as much as a 1 0 late one in the 89th minute. All goals are equal, but some are more equal than well, others. Well, that is. And it's true. just that. Yeah. So you look at the goals that okay. are key goals for winning you a game, yeah. getting you back into a game, for example. And who do you think um, has uh, scored the most goals that matter in the past five seasons? Which players? Which player? Well, Eden Hazard must be up there. He's got to be because he's won games for Chelsea. He, well, he's among them, but he's in the 2014 Harry 2015. Kane? Yeah, Harry Kane. Hmm. Harry Kane um, has been pretty key uh, to that. Jamie Vardy, of course, uh, yeah. was pretty key to winning yeah, games. That's true. Daniel Sturridge features in this as well in the 13 Yeah, I'm liking the look of him this season. He looks really good. I think he, was, he wasn't in the England squad. I think that was a mistake. And. Uh, hmm. You know, I thought even on Sunday he could have come on earlier because I think he might start to get a few starts. Other players have uh, Rab Mares, obviously not Pens. No. Um, Mo Salah, um, well, Suarez, yeah. uh, Igalo as well. In that little period, that oh, yeah, half that season period, when he kept scoring a lot of goals. And Diego Costa is mm. a man who did a lot. So there we are. It's quite an interesting little study as they often are in the think tank in mm. the Times every Saturday. There was an amazing story about Mark Williams, the snooker world champion today, in one of the tabloids. Yeah. It says here, the randy wife of world snooker champ Mark Williams Blimey. shocked fans. Oh, yeah. She, I can't even say what she said. She tweeted what? out... That's, this, that's very helpful. Well, she, Having tweet, started. she tweeted out basically some passionate business, uh, bedtime plans. Is that the best way of putting it? <laughs> okay. Probably is, really. And you just think to yourself... I mean, honestly, the tweet, I could not read this tweet out at this time of day, not because it's got swearing in, but just because of the nature of Make it. Make you blush, would it, Andy? Well, it would, really. And you think, why would you send that out? Why, if you want to do that, why don't you just send him a private text and leave all of us out of it? Yeah. That would be quite good. I can, I can see the point of doing that, but I can't see the point. Well, you of, went hunting out in the tabloid. You were, well, yeah, I couldn't even front page. I couldn't Andy, miss it. Andy admitted to us earlier on that there'd no, been something, something going on in That is poor. Don't you have... think? I mean, you've dealt with it now, though, haven't you? I've dealt with you've it. You've dealt with it now. <laughs> Andy was working alongside me um, for a, a year. <laughs> and basically, he was hiding a big secret every day. Something he was doing uh, diet, dietary-wise for breakfast every day was giving him excessive wind. Excessive. So he was having to leave. He was basically holding it in, which I'm, I'm, I'm thinking no, is great. Not, well, no, well, you know, was, you'd want to. You, you could have easily just turned around and said, pull my finger. <laughs> but you were good enough not to do that. I tell you, you wouldn't want to. Was it... <laughs> Out. So, so Andy would have to retreat to a quiet corner of the building during the, the news and sport, often two, three o'clock, and do his thing. A bit basically like Kenny Ball, sounded like. And uh, and then he'd come back and but you've you've admitted to the producer you've you've changed diet. Thankfully, that's no longer an I'm, issue. I'm blaming it. I'm blaming a well-known supermarket's brand of muesli. Yeah, it was roughage upon roughage, I think it <laughs> I did think for it was you. The berries, so uh, it was a, I, I thought it was very gallant of how, you, though, because there's plenty of presenters here who just wouldn't have done that. It's amazing how you, you, you sort of wonder why something's going happening, and then you change your diet, and then suddenly it's, it changes. Right, it's amazing. So. Well, well, thank, thank you very miracle, much. Really. Thank you very much for holding it in. <laughs> Me and the production Pleasure. team. Uh, are thank you very much for I, revealing my inner secrets. <laughs> <laughs> well, no longer. They're your ex-secrets. <laughs> So there we are. What an uh, attractive little, picture you portray of me. We, well, look, we all do it. Let's be honest. Well, Done more than others. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A chicken korma, the curry for wimps, has been named as Britain's favourite curry. Do you know that? <laughs> Thank you for bringing us that. It's like a like walking and finally story. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd like that. <clears throat> well, you are you a big that. fan of that, Andy? 
No, it's too mild. It's really? Yeah. Do, okay, do well, in, in light of your uh, problems you were telling us about, <laughs> I'd rather you keep on the mild stuff uh, after our conversation no, never, in the never, last hour. Never affected me. That's good. Okay, it's excellent. All, it's all good news. Uh, what else have we got? Not a lot, really. I've done. I think I've done me lot. You've done. You've got. You've got basically nothing else oh, to well, add. I haven't got. I've never got nothing. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I was fascinating. This is this is very interesting. Actually, it's mm. not exactly sport. Well, it's not sport at all. Yeah. But the the BBC used to have a thing called the Talent Selection Group. Oh yeah. And they were like these people that would judge. Sort they, of have they ever spotted you? No. They the number of people they've turned down. Mm. Uh, David Bowie. Uh, not particularly exciting. Routines dull. Um, but there's no entertainment in anything he does. This is as one. What sort of era was this about? This is right at the, the very seven, start. This was in the 60s, between the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, El- Elton John, this is their view, the talent selection group. A pretentious material, self-written, sung in an extremely dull fashion without any feeling and precious little musical ability. Yeah. It's brilliant. Isn't it? It's great judgment you know thank goodness people in media now the management are so much better <laughs> yeah people can people can get it wrong of course you know well they can the, the, the famous one with the beatles but the who this is another one. Oh yeah first two members of this group turned up 25 minutes late noted the bbc judge mm. the lead vocalist who we saw last night yeah it doesn't seemed, say that obviously no, no, that would be a bit weird <laughs> that would be <clears throat> the lead vocalist who andy and paul saw last night yeah. seemed quite with it in the r&b field with it with it Although the voice quality was harsh and rather unpleasant. Oh. And it's pretty good to me last night. Overall, not very original and below standard. And uh, I can't even tell you what they said about Mark Bowen, but basically rubbish and pretentious rubbish at that. Well, what about that? Shows you, doesn't it? <clears throat> there you go. There we are. Fascinating. Do you fancy the clips of the month? I'd love Should the clips of the month. we bring you the clips of the month? Now, this, is, uh, this has been uh, chosen by our uh, producer, an assistant producer. So it's oh, yeah. uh, up to men, men of taste. Let's get you in the mood, shall we? And you can vote for your favourite clip of the month uh, on Twitter straight away. We'll have a winner by uh, four o'clock this afternoon when we hand over Goffin Adrian. And we'll kick you off mm. with Mike Parry and his impassioned defence of a fine Leicester striker. Jamie Vardy just announced that he won't you know, regularly be available for the England squad in future, though not slam the door on it. Wouldn't it be great if he came out today with the sort of performance which made Gareth Southgate think, maybe I should look after him a bit more, maybe I should have taken a bit more care of people who can be filling strikers if ever anything happens to Harry Kane. We, we might have to wait a couple of weeks because he's suspended this week. Is but, he? Yeah, afraid yeah. so. Well, thank you very much indeed for Apologies. pointing that out. That's very good of you. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. No, he didn't feel He's that, pleased really. with that. No, he? not yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. What's next? <laughs> it's Kate Fallis. Kate who? Fallis, yes, really. Yep. With some Formula One news. Britain's Lewis Hamilton made it three wins from four races by winning the Italian Grand Prix. The championship leader finishes ahead of pole sitter Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah, Kimi Raikkonen. Achy Breaky Heart was his big hit. I, I love yeah. I love Kimi Raikkonen. He's very good with that cowboy hat on. His hand and his belt loops. This is uh, Lisa O'Sullivan discussing Raheem Sterling's proposed new deal at City. The forward is settled at City and isn't pushing for parity with the club's best-paid player, Kevin De Bruyne, who's thought to be worth £342,000 a year. A week, should I say. 42000 100000 <laughs> Let's try it again. 342000 oh. Fantastic. <laughs> I think Lisa may be Kevin De Bruyne's agent. Very confusing when you sit down in front of, of the, end of the board, yeah. <laughs> So now, next, it's, yeah. now it's Georgie Bingham on the weekend sports breakfast, previewing the day's big internationals. Mm. 
As well as England Northern Ireland in action today, they face Bosnia Herzegovina at Windsor Park. We'll talk to Jerry Adams this hour. Blimey! Well, okay, well, it makes it yeah. You could have uh, Jerry Armstrong may have been my option, but certainly get Jerry Adams on. See see what he makes of it. We said provisional booking. Uh, Very good. Uh, hey, what's next? It's me, isn't it? Here's yeah. a little exchange between Big Al and uh, Breakfast News reader Jenny Barsby. Does it annoy you when people you know always turn up late? Um, yes, uh, yes, it does. Yes, I have to say, I am, I am m- most of the time punctual. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's great. Well, actually, it's great self awareness, isn't it? It's, it's really brilliant. brilliant. Most of the time. Most of the time, like uh, never. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. <laughs> so there's there the go. clips uh, of the month there for September. They're going to be going up. You got your. They're already there. Clips of the month for September. You can go and uh, vote for your favourite. At TSH and J, hmm. T-S-H-A-N-D-J. And uh, we'll, we'll go through the semi-final stage. We'll have two to choose from at the end. And then we'll have a winner uh, Ooh, by four o'clock this afternoon. Exotic. Yeah, it's always very clever, isn't it, the yeah. technology? Yeah. And the Clips of the Week will be back, uh, as usual, on Friday. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Just time for the winner of the Clips of the Month. Thanks to everybody who voted. It was this little chat between Big Al and Breakfast News reader Jenny Barsby. Does it annoy you when people you know always turn up late? Uh, um, yes. Uh, yes, it does. Yes, I have to say. I am, I am m- most of the time punctual. Yes. Punctual as in get there about 6.25 <laughs> most days. He's great, isn't he? He's Brilliant. back tomorrow morning, David Seaman alongside him. Um, what but, time though? Uh, well, it's six for six thirty. Though you know, no, it works. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four pm on Talksport. So there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Joining us tomorrow uh, from one, uh, we're going to have a chat with Shane Warne, and also Mark Waters, the former uh, Villa and Liverpool winger, will be joining us in the studio. So until then, thanks for downloading us, and we'll catch up with you tomorrow from one o'clock. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.